Welcome to the Love, Hope, Adventure podcast, where we talk about the marriage relationship, intimacy, and marriage, and how you can go deeper with your spouse. And today, we're talking about a topic that has to do with non-sexual physical touch. Yes! By that I mean cuddling and snuggling and kissing and all these things. So I had somebody write in and ask me this question. Um, and this was a woman, and she said that, you know, how do I explain to my husband that I want him to... I don't know, you know, snuggle me and kiss me and things like that. Touch you in non-sexual ways. Just touch me in non-sexual ways. How do I help him understand that? And, you know, frankly, I don't really know how to explain. (laughs) And I told her that. I told her. I said, Did you say tune into our podcast and we'll talk about it? Tune into our podcast. Let me let my husband explain that to you. But listen, coming from the spouse who is not all about the physical touch and snuggling Mm -hmm. and everything, I kind of don't get it either. I know it's important to you. And so I was thinking maybe you could kind of shed some light for us on this because there is the spouse that's like me that doesn't get it. Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked before about love languages and and physical touch is, is one of them and it's one of mine. And what that means is that one of the ways... It's not the only way, but one of the ways that I communicate love and that I receive love is through physical touch. Uh, Words of affirmation is is my other real big one. Um, So I like like hugs and I like compliments, right? And so when, when you're not touching me, I don't feel loved. And because your uh, love languages are not mine and you're showing me love by a gift, or cooking dinner, you know, like an act of service, you know, those kinds of things. Um, I have learned <laughs> to, to receive it that way. But especially early in our marriage, that's not what communicated love to me. It, it, still, it still doesn't by default. It's still, I have to translate it in my language, right? I have to translate it and say, Keely worked really hard to make me what I wanted on my birthday. That is her saying, I love you. And I am very appreciative of that. But it doesn't, it doesn't, just grab me the way my actual love languages do. And right. so when you say, you look really nice today, you may not even be trying to, to you know, uh, touch my heart, but you do. Um, when you walk by me and just put your hand on, on my shoulder as you're walking past me in the, in the kitchen, you might be doing that so I don't back up into you. But my heart <laughs> skips a beat, you know? And it's and the it's same way for you, Right. If I bring you a gift, uh, that that's going to light you up, and so I I have had to learn to to give in your language and receive in your language, and you've had to do the same. But that's the thing is, um, you're never going to receive from your spouse's love language the way you receive in your own. Like I I I hear you when you when you make me a, a handmade gift, <laughs> and I know the time you put into it. And the thought behind it and all that. And I hear that and I go, she loves me and I love her. And I'm so grateful for this. And I love this thing. But like I said, you come up behind me and wrap your arms around me and I'm just, I melt. So it's, <clears throat> it's, it's about reaching your, your partner's heart. Now, the difficulty is I'm, I don't know who I'm talking to right now. <laughs> I don't know if I'm talking to the spouse uh, who, who, who doesn't, uh, is not all about non-sexual physical touch or if I'm talking to the one who is and needs it more. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think who basically are we talking to we're right talking to both ends of things. Okay. So, I mean, you're talking to the person who needs to understand why their spouse needs that non 
yeah. sexual touch. And now I don't think that you experienced this, but I have had a I have had people tell me that they would like non-sexual touch that doesn't lead to sex. Like yes. to them it kind yes. of like I'm not saying it negates it. But say you have a spouse who really does like want to be touched in non-sexual ways. When it leads to sex, it kind of bothers them. And I don't think yeah. you're like that. No, no. I, I, I have heard from lots of people uh, that, that that's the case. It's I not as it's much like for an me. Ultimatum, not, not ultimatum. What is the Manipulation right or something. Like I'm only doing this. I'm doing this because I want to have sex with yeah. you. And I'm doing it under the guise of something that you want, but really right. it's to meet my own need. I think that's kind of the sentiment. Yeah, it kind of like the end. The end okay. spoils the right. the means. Maybe um, I mean, that's like not a if phrase, you but... were if you were coming to give me a gift or to spend time with me so that you could get something in return, and that was your bargaining chip of some sort, then I probably yes. If would I said, honey, like if I said, honey, let's go uh, sit out back, and I've got, I've made you some wonderful coffee, and we're and I've got some some questions that I want to ask you, and we're gonna go have a <laughs> wonderful conversation uh, under the moonlight. Uh, so that later I can watch a movie that I want to watch, it's going to be like, ah, uh, yeah. But it's it was nice up until that last part. Right. So I can <clears throat> I can see where that's coming from. Um, even though, like I said, I, I don't I don't have that same problem, right? Um, because just because that's not been a dynamic that you and I have experienced. Yeah. So it is it is difficult to um, to to try and communicate that to your spouse. Like, look, I you know. Just during the day, just reach out and, and make t contact with me. And I guess, obviously, the first step is always talk to your spouse. That, that's always the, the, the first answer that we're going to give. Talk to your spouse about it and find out, do they not realize or do they not want non-sexual physical touch? And if, you know, like, I don't know how to help you if that's the that's case. That's a tough thing. I actually deal with that a little bit because I'm so sensitive to everything that you do. This is true. Yeah. So it's not that I don't want you to touch me. It's just have this physical <laughs> reaction when when there's weight on me, when something is brushing well, I, I, my no, skin. No, I guess what I'm saying is it's very you, hard for me. you don't have a problem with touching me oh, no. in non in non-sexual ways. Like yeah. that, when I, when you and I discovered this about our, about our relationship, you made a concerted effort to Quite just, honestly, it's easier than you coming and touching me because then I know what's not going to bother me. Like if I come hug you or if yeah. I come do things. It, right, right. Putting that control back in my hands is actually a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> so again, you know, finding out from your spouse, you know, communicating to them, I would like you to touch me more when it's not about sex right? and just gauge the reaction. And if the reaction is, well, you know, that doesn't make any sense or, you know, whatever, then, then, then talk through it, but try to communicate that if this is something that is very important to you, that, like I said, if it's your love language and it just speaks to your heart, communicate that to them. Communi because it's really hard to wrap your head around what it means to the other person when when it's not the way you are built, right? Yeah, if you have I, to like intentionally think about doing something, that's not your natural tendency, right? And it's and it's also hard to uh, to see how important it is. And so again, maybe a way 
is, you know, if you're, if you're aware of how you give and receive love and you're aware of how your spouse gives and receives love, make the comparison for them and say, you know, like, how would you like it if the only time I ever brought you a gift was because I wanted you to do something for me? Right. How would that make you feel? That would sort of cheapen the gift, wouldn't it? And, and, and then explain, that's kind of what it's doing for me when the only time I feel like you ever want to touch me is when sex is going to result. And that's okay to, to touch me, to, you know, get things moving in that direction. That's fine. But I'd also like other stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, I'd like hugs or cuddles or, you know, whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I don't, okay, so this is a question for you. I don't feel this way. Mm. Um, but I know a lot of people struggle because they feel like their spouse should just, they should just not know. have to be asked or told uh, what they want. I literally have no issue saying, I want this very specific thing, so do it for me. So, And when you do it, it doesn't bother me. But I do know it bothers a lot of people. So is that something that bothers um, you to have to tell me? By default, yes. I've had, I've had to work on that and work on, um, hey, instead of, uh, f- instead of assuming she knows what I want or instead of hoping that she'll get what I'm saying, just say it. And it usually works out better for everybody involved. Um, so that, that can be tricky, especially the earlier on in a relationship you are, um, partly because culture has just trained us, right. That, uh, romantic couples can read each other's minds, know what the other person wants, know what they want, even when they don't know what they want. And especially in the bedroom. I think you can you know. get there, but it is going to take a long time of telling somebody what you want. Um, yeah, yeah. But assuming that your spouse uh, should already know what you want or how you're feeling at any given moment is just a recipe for disaster. So um, like we said, start with the, you know, with the direct communication, like have a conversation about it, but then maybe have a conversation or, or, or just voice it in the moment, you know, uh, your spouse walks by you and say, that would have been a good time to, you know, pat my, my butt. butt. Yeah. Pat my butt <laughs> or put your hands around my shoulders or give me a little neck rub as you're, as you're coming through the kitchen or, you know, or whatever it is. Um, a lot of my examples seem to involve the kitchen. I don't know what's happening, but, um, there's no way for us to walk past each other in the kitchen without some touching, without some sort of physical contact. Think. Yeah. <laughs> they must yeah. Be what it is. Uh, yeah, the other day, all five of us were in there and both dogs and I was like, nope, something's got to give. But, but that's the thing is in the moment, bring it up and don't do it in an accusatory way. Right. Do it in a helpful way. In a what? Helpful way. Yeah. I was going to say like an invitation, you know, Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, stick, stick something out, (laughs) you know, like poke your hip out at them, you know, just maybe just collide with them just stick your foot out as they're walking by you know like reach your arm out and just sort of like drag it across their face or whatever gets their attention it's like i would like to be touched you know um <laughs> you know i think it's really important though that that you understand that you know that is an invitation and they don't have yes. to accept it and it doesn't mean well, they don't true. love you if they don't accept it. i feel like that yeah. is always such a difficulty because People write into me and they make it sound like if my spouse loved me, they would do the thing that I'm asking them to do. And I think that's just a very wrong mindset in a lot of cases, not every case. 
Sometimes a spouse really is being selfish, needs to do more. I, would, I did not understand for a very long time, though, how much you wanted physical touch. Like, I just, I, I didn't understand. Yeah. You told me, but it still didn't compute to me. Yeah. But the same thing with words of affirmation. I mean, yeah. that, that, that took a long time for you to realize, oh, I, I should say. I'm not very you know. good at saying. No, no. You're just like, <laughs> we did it. Now it's done. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I would like to hear a good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, and you've gotten way better about that. But again, that, that took a, a concerted a effort. Um, and again, it goes against, it doesn't go against who you are. It's just not who you are yeah. by nature, by default. And so many times we, we make assumptions based on our default that everyone around us, especially our spouse, has that same mindset, that same default position. And so sometimes just, just voicing it, issuing that invitation. Um, and and yeah, like you said, not making the assumption that if they're not doing it, it's because they hate me or they don't love me anymore. Or they're seeing somebody else yeah. or like going to the worst case scenario every time. It could just be they don't know. They just, it's not and on their radar. Even if you tell them, they still it's still hard They're for them. They don't understand. Telling, That's why you have to keep telling, telling them. Telling them once will not solve I mean, it. I think you basically told me this for years and years. And there are still periods of time where it goes by where I'm like, oh, crap. I don't think I've been intentional <laughs> with hugging him and reaching out. I yeah. mean, I do have these thoughts. But we've been married a long time. Yeah. And I did not always have those thoughts. Right. I right. think the other issue that we fight against isn't just that we think that the other person thinks the same way we do there's also a lot of stereotypes that i mm -hmm. see mm -hmm. on social media and stereotypically it seems like the women want to be cuddled and hugged and whatever else and like this whole laundry list of things and it's really important that you don't assume that your spouse wants the thing that you think every man or woman yeah. wants because it's not the case yeah don't assume that they fit the stereotype you and i don't fit the stereotype not, in a lot of ways all. in a lot of ways <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, keeping, checking in with your spouse and you, you, I found like in the last several years, you and I very audibly, very vocally critique, uh, the, the media that we consume. And so we'll, we'll be watching a show and I'll be like, yeah, babe, that's exactly how it is in our relationship. You know, like, <laughs> and we kind of like do that sort of like check in with each other and every, every now and then you'll ask me or I'll ask you like. Do you ever think that? Do you ever feel that ever way? Feel is that, that way? yeah? Is this thing that we're watching on on a show or a movie is that based in reality at all? And sometimes, yeah, it is. Sometimes it's like, oh yeah, to, yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes it's not um, complete fiction. It's uh, you know a video we saw on Facebook or YouTube or something, and it's like, it's, well, that's how they're doing their relationship. What do you think of that? You know, and we'll go, that's crazy, or yeah, I've heard of that, or. You know, whatever. So keeping the the communication open, not making assumptions about the other person, trying to trying to understand where the other one's coming from, and then just vocalizing it. It's also just so important to not expect them to understand what you're saying, be resilient, and continue to ask. And there is probably going to come a point where there is some hurt feelings, and that's okay. Yeah, I mean that's the truth that people always. To come to me and they'll say, well, I wanted to talk to my spouse about this. Maybe it's sex. Maybe it's something in our relationship. I want them to do more of something. And every time I talk to them, it becomes um, like this emotional fight or whatever, you mm -hmm. know, like 
they shut down on me or all, whatever happens. And I think some of the reason for that is the one spouse needs the thing so much, the other spouse doesn't get it or they don't want to do it or they don't know how to do it or whatever. And now all of a sudden they feel like everything that they do for their spouse isn't good enough. Mm. And that is a dynamic that happens because um, like for a lot of years, I didn't understand, like I did all this service stuff for you, but you still wanted these other things that wasn't like my natural tendencies. And I would think, man, it's just like nothing I do is good enough. Nothing's good enough. Yep. You know, like I could have skipped cooking supper and just (laughs) snuggled you on the couch and you would have been fine. You know, I would have been hungry. Actually, You'd have been hungry. (laughs) You would have had to figure out your own supper. Yeah. But, you know, you wouldn't have equated that as me not loving you because I didn't make dinner uh, or whatever. So I think that it's really important that you find in gentle ways to keep having the conversation, even if it makes the other person upset Mm. or feel like things aren't good enough or it does have um, emotional, you know, distress on the two of you. Don't be afraid to have those conversations. I'm not saying like get into a screaming match with each other. And every time you talk to each other, it's like, you're not good enough. But don't avoid having the conversation for like ever. Because I know there are plenty of spouses who write into me and they've given up. They've all but given up on whatever that thing is that they want. They want me to tell them what to do. And I'm like, hey, um, I'm just going to encourage you to keep having that hard conversation. Not to the exclusion of anything else. Still, go have fun with each other. Really, what you should be doing is working on building intimacy in other areas. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they don't get that you want to be hugged and snuggled and all that. You need to just initiate that until they get on board with it. And if there comes a point where they start initiating back after you guys have had conversations and stuff, great. But... Just keep trying. And I mean, I get it because rejection is very hard, especially in a very intimate relationship. But rejection is hard even if it's coming from, <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. like a friend or, you from know. Anybody. And, and some people, rejection's hard from perfect strangers. So really, in an intimate relationship, that's going to be detrimental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think just keep having the conversation and not expect your spouse to get it they may not ever really get it. Like I still struggle. Like I yeah. I will never have the same emotions on no. the things that are your love language. No. I just won't. I just have to recognize in myself that the things that I do have an emotion about, I just have to cling to what the emotion is, not the thing that actually set it off. Right. And so when people say to me, how do I get them to understand that? I always say, start by asking them, what do I do that makes you feel most loved? Okay, live in that moment. How do you feel right now thinking about that thing that I do that makes you feel loved? Okay, that's how I'm feeling when you do this Mm -hmm. thing for me. Mm -hmm. And if you start there, then it helps them. They're already feeling the thing. Because if you visualize or think about that thing your spouse does that makes you feel really loved, then when they say, okay, when you do this thing that you don't understand... (laughs) I feel like that there is some relating there. For sure. Guys, thanks so much for joining us this week. Um, always go over to lovehubadventure.com to check out our recent pod, our recent podcasts, our recent blogs, all the things that we're doing. Um, we write about a lot of different stuff over there that we don't cover on the podcast every week. 
And also sign up for our newsletter, lovewithadventure.com slash newsletter. We'll send you our free sexy truth or dare game, and we'll always keep you in the loop about the latest anonymous questions and things that we are releasing on the website as well as promotions. Thanks for joining us, and we can't wait to talk to you later. Thank you.